0: want the truth to come out you know what i'm saying every time i speak i want to shiver you know i don't want them to be like they know what i'm going to say because it's polite they know what i'm going to say and even if i get in trouble you
1: know what i'm saying that ain't that what we're supposed to do i know if i keep talking about how dirty it is out here somebody
2: gonna clean it up you are listening to milagro baby milagro grams international nino mia nigga Millie. All right you guys i think it's okay now it is monday march 22nd my voice sounds like it did yesterday because i went on a world tour wow. i didn't give the people what they needed i see you hype train Bitch, let, me take a, let, me, let me take a sip of this organics product. I tried to do a one file, and fuck, we Carter a row, but they was tripping, them, so they ain't make the cut. So we had to cut they bitches. <laughs> Bitch, why somebody call themselves going and getting some pictures? Now, y'all know if I don't like the picture, that's not me. You do know that, right? If I do not like a picture, bitch, that's not me. I don't give a damn what you say. I I wouldn't give a damn, bitch, if... I don't even have a birthmark. But I wouldn't give a damn if you saw it. Okay? If I say that's not me, then that's not me. But somebody, self caught them, somebody caught themselves going and getting pictures of somebody that's supposed to be me. And when I said these some of the ugliest motherfucking pictures, bitch, come on now. You know how you're out and about, and somebody take your picture, and it should be ugly as fuck. Horrible angle, horrible lighting, like them hoes, just ugly, just ugly. You would never post that on your motherfucking page. They're just ugly. I'm sitting up like, you know what, you know what fuck it all i'm sitting up like you know what bitch i don't even care i never care because it's not me but i don't care you know at the end of the day it is what it is okay bitch you see me you see me when i get on the camera out. and you see me in real life too and guess who else do them niggas <laughs> they let me tell what they said Bitch, they said I was built like a refrigerator. And, um, something about my wig that was supposed to be on my head, bitch. Bitch. Bitch, I had to laugh. I had to laugh. Let's go ahead and get into something informative, okay? Y'all know how we do. So, this is a video that comes from Black Wealth Live. And so... Oh, I didn't know that it was, I didn't know that it was like five minutes. I'm going to give y'all a preview. How about that?
1: Marvel Studios and Disney owe the black community more than $100 billion with a B, and we the people have the power to make them pay up and make them tell the truth about Black Panther. Now, with that money, we can pay Ryan Coogler and all the black cast members three times what they're getting paid from Disney to be more respectful to the tribe that inspired Wakanda. Now, that's the Gikuyu Nation of Mount Kenya, the owners of the source material copyright for Vibranium and Black Panther. Now, the beauty about it is that legally, Marvel messed up so bad that we have the right to use other characters like the Avengers, Fantastic Four, X-Men, The Hulk, Deadpool, Thor, Spider-Man, and many other characters, all because Marvel lied on their copyright forms and didn't cite their sources. Now, you might be one of those people who say, it's just a movie, or films rip off indigenous people's stories all the time. It's no big deal. But I'm going to tell you why it is a big deal in real life, and I'm going to tell you what we're going to do and how you can help and how you can take a shortcut to helping yourself and the entire world. Now, it's a big deal because the source for Vibranium and Wakanda are the guardians of the ancient scrolls in Mount Kenya, AKA Mount Zion. Now, these are the scrolls that expose the Luciferians and what they're doing with this COVID-19 vaccine. Very, very important. Now, as an ambassador for Mount Kenya, I'm sounding the alarm to let y'all know that all hope is not lost, But we are in the middle of a global satanic operation and we got to stop giving our power to the devils of this earth immediately. Now, I'm not going to try and say everything in this video, but I'll say some basic things. First of all, the biggest enemy of this time is a teaching, an ideology, right? A teaching that has the power to enslave billions of people. This is the teaching of this virus and social distancing. Now, I say that to say this. Likewise, there are teachings that hold the power to liberate billions of people and create peace on earth and to destroy the way of Satan. These are the teachings about the true source of Black Panther, the guardians of Ikujo and Managi, which are the sacred scrolls and tablets which today we call the Ark of the Covenant. Now these guardians have been waiting on us to fulfill the Mount Zion prophecy so that way they can intervene. Now they gave us the green light 12 years ago meaning they gave the authorization for the scrolls 12 years ago and they passed us the rock 3 years ago when they inducted me and Michael Jackson's former manager now it's on us the ball is in our court and here's what we're going to do on May 2nd we're going to pressure the White House to subpoena all contracts and copyright forms that's filed on Black Panther between 1966 and 2021 and all Do characters that used vibranium in the Marvel Comic Universe. And we're going to make the government act on the public evidence of perjury, misappropriation, huh? okay. appropriation, okay. fraud, counterfeiting, theft, money laundering, and unjust enrichment. Oh. All of this criminal evidence was produced oh. by us. I personally found this evidence in the Northern District Court of Georgia. And we we the people are going to demand to know how much money was made from the secrets of the Ajiru clan of Mount Kenya. And here's how it works family. In order for the White oh, House to investigate, now? we're going to need 100,000 signatures oh, within okay. 30 days when we launch this petition. So set an alarm in your I phone just, for May 2nd shoot. for the Black yeah, Panther White House petition. House. That's my birthday too. So, you know, do what? this for me as a birthday present. But we're going to post the petition on MountZionBound.com. Mount zionbound.com let me tell y'all family this is a shortcut to fulfilling the mount zion prophecy that the guardians are looking for they're waiting to confirm that the world is paying attention to mount zion or mount kenya right it's written in ancient scrolls to happen during these times so let's be strategic and use black panther to fulfill the mount zion prophecy in real life and then let's see what happens when we do that now if you're a true black panther fan then make disney tell the truth about where Jack Kirby got it from and why he created a character named Jiru in the origin issue number seven in 1978 using the that. tribal clothing of wait, Mount wait, wait, Kenya wait, 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 on the cover.
3: Maybe they should tell us wait,
1: why the I CEO and over? Disney just suddenly resigned from his position the very same day Hollywood reporters started calling Disney for their side of the story issue about number seven. criminal evidence that we reported to the Northern District they Court 25, Why they acting so suspicious though? I don't know. Marvel Studios and Disney owe the black
2: Nigga, what? Uh, listen. I wanna make sure that everybody has a voice. I don't know what the fuck he talking about. Now I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what the fuck he talking about. Uh, I uh, they they say if we if I find a quarter under the couch, I can go to Barnes and Noble. I get issue number seven. If they get a hundred thousand signatures, I'm supposed to be able to get twenty dollars. He got a birthday coming up, and uh, some some about the FBI and then Disney. Something like that. So what I'm saying is, how much I get on the back end. And <laughs> hey baby, I will not be signing my name on the dotted line. Once again, you will not have the people out up in my motherfucking house. So do your own research. Do your own research. Uh, once again, everybody's voice is important. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, but his voice is important. Okay. Now speaking of foreign lands. The streets are talking, and uh, they say that the stimulus must be in Zamunda, and they're wondering when in the fuck it's coming to America, okay? This, this is very, very serious. The people are in peril, okay? The lights are getting turned off left and right, and they ain't flicking them. Serious business, serious business. Let's go ahead and get into this shit right here with a broken heart shout out to t-serve cold i'm about to play this video clip two north carolina men are being accused of drugging and raping a woman who later died in a hotel room you know and um this is one of the scariest parts about people taking these pills taking drugs knowingly and unknowingly and people passing this shit out because they don't know what they're doing and they don't know where this shit came from and that is the risk that you run every time, you know, you do something like this or participate in something like this. So I'm heartbroken that this woman ultimately died, you know, from this situation after they drugged her and raped her and took her damn credit cards and spent money all over town. Let's go ahead and get into the news clip.
0: It's raped by two men at a South Beach hotel.
2: Investigators say the victim was drugged and died during the assault. Local 10's Christian Delarosa Rosa is live with more. Christian.
4: Calvin, Nicole, this is a hotel where police say that woman was found dead. 21-year-old Everie Collier and 24-year-old Darian Taylor are the two men charged with drugging, robbing, and raping a woman on South Beach. Investigators say the 24-year-old victim from Pennsylvania was found partly nude and lifeless inside her room at the Albion Hotel on James Avenue Thursday. Couldn't even pick up a phone. To call the police or 911 after they did whatever they did to her. Miami Beach police officers say the two men met their victim at a restaurant, gave her a pill, and went to her hotel.
1: I had sex with her multiple times, um, and once she was uh, unconscious, or out. It was raped by uh, two huh, men huh, at a South huh. Beach. Unconscious, or out.
5: It remained inside the uh, unit, and that called for assistance or help, and to take all her items cell phone
4: credit cards and cash so sir i'm holding you no bond i'm not setting a bond. He's being held no bond it's a very serious charge he battered a, a helpless victim our heart bleeds and our, and our prayers go out to the family that, that, that had to be informed you know that they lost a loved one that if there's any type of, of connection between you know that situation and her death that we we go ahead and we support the full prosecution of the law Two men arrested was also recorded on several surveillance video uh, cameras from nearby businesses using the victim's credit cards to purchase items. The medical examiner's office is still waiting to confirm or working to confirm the exact cause of death. If it is determined that this woman died of an overdose that could affect the charges faced by these two men, they could end up facing charges for manslaughter. We'll keep you posted. We're live in Miami Beach. I'm Christian De La Rosa, Local 10 News okay
2: so i saw some people in the comments um upset about the charges and as you heard once they actually pinpoint what the cause of death uh death was per an autopsy uh and a toxicology report then they'll be able to upgrade those charges um absolutely horrendous you know you want to try to have a heart you want to you want to sit up and be as much like god as you can be and saying that you know no one no one is exempt from you know forgiveness and and over or being better but when people do shit like this i mean you really just have to take a look at, at society and ask what the fuck is wrong with you so there are people who are sick i feel like to believe in good is to also have to believe in evil because there's balance in everything always so um i believe in angels i believe in demons and i believe that people get possessed with particular energy. let's talk about it as if it's energy i feel like people become overcome with particular energies and they have auras we all have an aura believe it or not if you didn't know yes you do and so you are constantly giving off energy and i think that there are a lot of dead spirits walking around that you know have a negative aura and who are absorbed by negative energy who go out and do these horrible things like this there's nobody with a fucking conscience that i feels like uh that i feel like you know um identifies more with that more positive and happy side of them that does shit like this So somebody like this is absolutely fucking sick, period. There's no justification for it. we understand that hurt people hurt people, and obviously some da 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 At the end of the day, we still have to acknowledge what happened. And what happened is, y'all sat up there and y'all drugged that woman, took advantage of her, they raped her multiple times, and let her die, and then robbed her. Sick. You know, so I, I can't find myself, you know, having pity or nothing else. I wouldn't give a fuck what happened to their ass. Lock their ass up forever. Throw away the key. Salami sandwiches. Go to hell. That's how I feel. And you be doomed so it's to a rape repeat. Bite. You be doomed to repeat. Since you want to sit up here and do this shit. And that's what they're going to do anyway. Y'all sit up and and you your lives away. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You'll be back. Evil. Let's go ahead and get into Gervonta. This is news that broke tonight. One of the big stories. Javante Davis has been indicted on 14 counts related to the hit and run that sent multiple people to the hospital. So um, just in case y'all don't remember, back in November of 2020, he was in a, uh, an accident and there, was some, there were multiple people that got hurt. And so, um, you know, he took off. Okay, he ain't gonna be able to take off no more because then it hemmed that ass up. How do I feel about it? I don't feel no way about it because I feel like it's shit catching up with his ass. Cause he ain't got locked up yet for being um abusive. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ain't that the one that dragged his baby mama out of the out of the gym? Ain't that him? I'm pretty sure it is. So I don't feel any type of way. I don't feel any type of fucking way. So you and here goes my thing. When there is a hit and run, when you hit somebody, when you do not go and check on them, do you understand? That you leaving makes it a million times worse. A million times worse. If your ass was drunk when you hit that ass, bitch, you should not have been drinking. You got to deal with that shit. You under the influence and you hit somebody, you have to deal with that. Because that's what you did. Period. Leaving people, you know what I'm saying, The fend for themselves after you caused something, that's fucked up. I'm trying to be having no pity on these raggedy assholes. And like I said... After the way he drug his baby mama out that damn gym and put his hands on her, he need to go sit his ass down somewhere. Obviously, that's what he want to be since he want to act like a fucking animal. Shit. What, is, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Moving along. Let's go ahead and get into this. Now, this is a little bit lighter. Then, we're going to break up the energy. So, shout out to Say Cheese TV. Women are pissed because male basketball players are getting better food, facilities, and more. Okay? So... How do y'all feel about this? Take a look at the men's um this whole buffet. And look at this plate. I can't even tell what the fuck that is. Outside the mashed potatoes and the carrots. So it looked like these niggas eating. Uh, what is this? Salisbury steak at the banquet meal? The microwave dinner? Look like some macaroni and cheese. Bitch look like some tired ass shrimp. I be scared to eat. I don't know what all this bullshit is. But there goes that. Look at what the women have. What is that? It looked like somebody had diarrhoea and they put it in a goddamn to-go plate with a side of mashed potatoes and uh mixed vegetables. I don't want that shit. Literally, get this the fuck out of my face. Hand me no bullshit like that. They say this is mystery meat. <laughs> this must be the shit that Spinelli and TJ and them was eating on recess. I don't want that shit. My name ain't Gus Ho. Look at look at this pack. Oh really? March madness, bitch. They got a cap, a book. Ooh. Draws. Deodorant. Oh really? Motherfucking soap? One of them ugly ass drawstring backpacks and shit. Oh okay. Let's see what the woman got. Oh wow. <gasps> Ooh, bitch. Oh. All right, let's go ahead and make sure we get a good understanding of what all this is. Uh, look like two Powerade bottles from the gas station, a pack of napkins, a umbrella, a scrunchie, a pair of socks, uh, look like travel size uh, <laughs> deodorant, maybe moisturizer, and a t shirt. Okay. Oh, no, y'all out of line for this shit here. What is this? Okay, so the guys have a gym. The ladies have a uh, picnic table with about six yoga mats and one set of weights. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It's the umbrella for me. Um. This world is so fucked up that women are still not seen as equals in so many different areas. For as much progress as we make, you know, there are still so many mountains left to conquer. And with that being said, um, I think that that's the, the bigger picture, that women are not respected the same. And then I think outside of that, I have to be honest. The women's league, when it comes to basketball, and this is a conversation that I've had with my husband before because he's into basketball they don't bring in the same type of money that the men's side of it does. And I think that that's on multiple levels. Um, My husband has told me before that he enjoys watching the WNBA or women. Well, actually, I think uh, actually the college games that they do. He said he enjoys watching those and the women playing sometimes more than the guys playing because of how they get out there, you know what I'm saying? And, And how they play. But he said they don't get the same support. They don't get the same support. And he said it's unrealistic because people have been complaining about this. And he said it's unrealistic to think that they're going to pour all of this money into something and not get a return. Do you know how much money, you know, the men side of shit makes? And it's not right. But that means taking your daughters to go to these WNBA games or going to these games where women are playing. That means, you know, being supportive of it. Because at the end of the day, it still is a business. But see, that's my whole point, King Spade. He said, because women don't watch the WNBA and women don't fund or donate to the WNBA or go. You know what I'm saying? So I think that once again, one of the big points is the fact that women are not seen as equal. So don't act like we came in on equal footing. If women had the same type of um, spotlight on them, the way that men had, the tone would be different. The focus was on the men at first. And then y'all created, you know, uh, a subsidiary. And it's never been as popular. So had had y'all given it a chance, it could have been just as big, in my opinion. Because they're just as good. And This is not about talent. This is not about skill. These women are really doing amazing things on the court. Amazing things. It was really cool as a kid to go and see the comments play. You know, and to see all of those black women on that team killing shit. You know, that was cool to me when I was a kid. So um that's what i think it's about and i think it's absolutely disgusting that they wouldn't even try i'm looking at these different pictures of what they're giving these women and even if you didn't have the same resources i feel like y'all could have done better than that and that's the type of disrespect that leaves a bad taste in people's mouth or lack of regard okay let me beg for my money, I'm working overtime. This is a field trip, people. Y'all got your lunch?
3: More money, more money, more money.
2: Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people, for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? All right, you guys. Let's a cup of noodles. That, that's really sad. That's really sad. To be treated like that and to know people, you know what I'm saying, uh, got it better. Because they're men. Just people give more of a fuck about what they got going on than you. I think it's human decency. All right, you guys. There was a lot of controversy about Kylie Jenner and what she decided to donate. Are y'all ready for y'all's bubbles to be busted? Ah, let's get into it. So, on-site reposted this from Kylie Jenner. So, she said... I feel it's important for me to clear up this false narrative that I've asked my fans for money and I'm not paying for my makeup artist's medical bills. Sam isn't my makeup artist. And unfortunately, we don't have a personal relationship anymore. But I've worked with him a few years ago and think that he's the sweetest. Mmm, that's one. I saw my current makeup artist uh, and friend, Ariel, post about Sam's accident and his family's GoFundMe. And I called Ariel immediately to see what happened to Sam. After um, learning in more detail about the accident, it compelled me to visit his GoFundMe, which was set at $10,000. They had already raised 6K, so I put in 5K to reach the original goal, and thought that I'd post on my stories to gain more awareness if anyone also felt compelled to share or donate. I don't know how all of this got so twisted, but his family has reached out through Ariel and are very appreciative of all of the donations, prayers, and love towards Sam. So uh, Kylie confirms that the GoFundMe had a different amount in the beginning. So it went from 10K to 60K to now, I think it's at 120,000 dollars. So for all of the people complaining about what she gave, saying it wasn't enough, look at you, not knowing what the fuck you were talking about. And then she actually put it over. And it seems like people got, you know, like, oh, well, shit, they ain't gonna donate. How do we know that the family didn't see that she donated, saw her posting and said, well, let's up to Annie. Let's try to get as much out of it as we can. I'm not saying that's what y'all did, but y'all did up it. And when we say upped it, bitch, y'all upped it. Now, it could have been that they found out, you know, that it was more severe than what they thought. So they increased it i'm not sure how they got to you know the point where they felt like the the price needed to change but what i do know is multiple people saw that the GoFundMe amount changed and i do believe kylie lie for what lie for what and then it's not even her makeup artist and that don't have to mean no bad blood okay you were working for me we stopped working together i ain't seen your ass in the longest time but i heard about you and i hate that that happened to you you know that's that kylie over there looking real soulful yes yes So, anyone that knows me knows that I do things from the heart, and I try to be helpful whenever I can be. Let's all stay positive and keep Sam, his family, and anyone you know who's going through a difficult time in our prayers. I hope that you have a beautiful day, and let's uh, let's encourage uh, each other to help. Okay? So, that's the PR statement that Kylie gave. The shit picked up traction and, um, you know, she felt like it was important enough to address. I just hope that Sam, the person in question, gets whatever medical treatment that he needs and that he ends up being okay. You know, um, what word is he got into a horrible car uh, car accident and so now he has to get surgery? You know, so, all right, you guys, let's get into this. Now, this is another big story that broke tonight. NBA young boy has been busted in L.A. on a federal warrant. He was tracked down by the K-9 unit after his ass tried to take off. The FBI, bitch. Now, y'all know how the acronyms go. The FBI. Anything with acronyms means that, bitch, This a problem. It's a problem. All right? When you talk about the local police. Let's go ahead and get into this. So, TMZ reported this. Academics couldn't wait. So, let's get into it. NBA Youngboy is in FBI custody. After the LAPD cops pulled him over and uh, tracked him down when he allegedly attempted to flee the scene. We're told that the bus went down Monday. LAPD and the feds attempted to pull over a vehicle NBA Youngboy was in because he has an outstanding federal warrant. That set off a short pursuit. But once the car stopped, cops say that the rapper bolted on foot. Our law enforcement sources tell us that the cops set up a perimeter and brought in the canine to help um, find nba young boy by the way we're told that the police dog didn't bite him but they did sniff him out we're told that the cops found a firearm in the vehicle we're unclear if it belongs to uh, nba young boy but we know that the feds have him now no word has come back yet yaya is on social media already talking about free him this the worst day ever this nigga is in trouble but you know what as soon as i saw that he had got picked up and, and taken into custody. Do you know what I felt? Relieved. Because this could very well be the shit that saves Kentrell's life. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. I Listen, he could be facing, you know, a lot of time. I'm hearing, and I would have to do my own research, but I'm hearing that they've been building this case since 2019. He had a federal warrant the fbi came out and picked him up so this is serious business this is serious business but like i said he's been on a path of destruction there's a lot of dark energy around him uh, a lot of plex in the streets and once again this could be something that saves his life so i don't i don't wish these types of circumstances on anybody but once again what are these men what do they be involved in so they be inviting this type of shit on themselves and once again it might save him get him out them streets he gotta go sit down he gonna be secured okay maybe he'll get sober get a peace of mind you know what i'm saying do some reflecting who knows but do i think the NBA young boy gonna be in the in the jam for a while yes the fuck i do I absolutely do. This ain't no little boy shit. Now, if y'all were watching the show earlier, then y'all already know that um Kaylin or Keline he went online and he had reposted some clips from my radio. Now he has removed them. Let me make sure he removed them. He has removed them. He has removed them. What are his reasons? I cannot say. But we showed it earlier. Okay. He decided to go on Instagram Live, and he was still very upset with Kaylani. Kalani still has not taken the bait in terms of apologizing. That's what he wants. Apologize to me, or I'm going to do this and that. Public extortion. So, and this is in an effort to ruin her career. Shout out to What's T. He had some interesting things to say. Now, Kalen Walker still wants his public apology from Kalani. And it's saying that he's innocent he also brings up a youtuber who allegedly had an incident with kalani a few years ago and that's the video that i was talking about that he had on his page earlier he uh, referenced her again the young lady from london all right you guys let's get into it
6: in atlantic records i know y'all watching me from a creeper account i'm not dumb everybody's telling me everything about what y'all doing over there if you don't apologize to me Atlantic Records, I need an apology on Kehlani's behalf. Kehlani, I need an apology from you on all platforms. If you don't, wow. I am giving this card to every blog site possible to expose your ass for the liar that you are. If you don't know what this card is, this is the card with our names on it from the day that we went to the doctor and you and you lied and said you were pregnant. When you left the room, Kaylani, I went and asked them for a card or proof. It has the date-time signature of where we were together and it's still time stamped and it it's signed by the doctor if you play with me I'm dropping this shit tomorrow you think I'm playing I'm dead serious Kaylani. stop playing with me I got a hundred receipts on you you have nothing on me that's why you're not showing receipts but I'm showing every receipt of whatever I'm talking about so this is a
2: before we continue I don't think it's right for him to be threatening her I stand on that with that being said Somebody might be asking, who the fuck cares? This is, this is why this matters. Let me tell you why again. Kehlani is accusing him of assaulting her friend. If the date in which you had a sexual relationship with him is after you claim that he assaulted your friend, then how does it make those claims look? That's the point. Because if Kelani going to sit up here and say that this is what happened, then how can you explain having a sexual relationship with him? So what matters is the time frame. And that's what he's getting at. If I'm all this, that, and the third, then you explain why you was down at the doctor with me saying that you were pregnant. That's the point. So if anybody kind of lost about that, that that's why this is relevant and this is why he's bringing this up right now because i mean if i feel like you raped my friend or sexually assaulted her i wouldn't take up with you okay but even still i don't think it's right for him to be threatening her
6: i'm pissed off but i'm not drugged up and fucked up like you are so i can talk about i can i have logic i have understanding and i have receipts show me one receipt one receipt of the shit you- if anything you said to show to show is true. If you can show one, I'll shut the fuck up. But you haven't shown nothing because you know what you're doing. I have real receipts on you, Kaylani. Do you understand? You hit me up right before Superfly came out trying to say, hey, I want to can you come over to my house so we can fuck?
2: Whoa. Now because this is the fool. He got arrested uh he got arrested four months after Superfly came out. He got arrested and charged four months after Superfly came out. Once again, dates are important. Because if you were trying to have he's saying that you tried to have sex with him in 2018. Oh God. I have that too. Did you forget that?
6: I have the DM of you, of you DMing me when Superfly came out saying, can you call me? I have that screenshot too. And, and Kaylani, you said that I took advantage of your homegirl on Hollywood and Orange. That was what? Six years ago you said I did that? If that was true, why at that time you didn't go to social media and say something? Because you know you're lying. You walked in on me. Be Oh, whoa. Well,
2: let's get into this story
6: friend and you got mad and you and you got pissed off so you ever
2: since you had a vendetta against me that's what let's stop right here where is the friend in question where is she and she needs to speak for herself Kalani has accused him of trying to assault her friend where's the goddamn friend because he said this shit is six years ago on Hollywood and Orange. So she needs to speak for herself at this point. Because he flat out calling Kalani a liar. And then he's accusing Kalani of having a sexual relationship with him. After she claims that that took place. What you been doing. Tory can't say nothing. You
6: ruined that nigga Tory life. He fighting for his life. Oh, you are weird. You are a fucked up individual. Keisha Cole don't fuck with you. Kamaya don't fuck with you. These people do not fuck with you.
2: Who don't fuck Wolf with you? Who
6: don't fuck with you? She ghostwriting shit for other people and you inserting yourself in people's business. You fucked over Party Next Door, Kyrie Irving. Who else? YG, me, Tory Lanez, Kamaya, Wolf Tyler, Who? So, Keisha Cole. Nobody fucks with you. And nobody want to talk about you because everybody signed to a label so they got to be quiet because they ran by these white people. I don't give a fuck about none of that because I'm, anti- I'm anti-industry. So I'm going to speak for them. No, you the industry is anti dirty anti-you. and you pay your label I and think... your label try to silence people. friend. Oh, wait, wait, and you wait, wait, got wait. mad. Wait. You, how, how are you talking, Kaylani? You in DMs telling other famous females to come out, make fake crying videos and say I raped them and then retweeted them? I'm pissed the fuck off, of course I'm pissed. You are an evil person. Tell him about how you how you tried to fuck that girl in London, the one I got on my page right now. You tried to fuck her in London, she didn't want to fuck, and you kicked her out of your room. She has a whole video exposing you, Kaylani, and in the video, you're DMing her saying you're sorry. You're, you're the one attacking your female fans. Why are you trying to fuck all your fans on tour and then trying to make me look like I'm a rapist? You're crazy. I have Im- I have oh. receipts on you every day. Your exes are telling me shit about you. The labels telling me shit about you. What's that? The producers are telling me shit about What's you. What's that? You about to get outed out.
2: Oh God. How, how
6: are you? It was innocent? Stop doing that. I'm screen. I'm doing every I'm screenshotting your manager. I'm screenshotting the girl. Yo, these girls, I need you to understand. After this interview with Hollywood Unlocked came out, Man, no that went online and privately. I'm a I'm a, i am i am i I never spazzed out or went in on y'all, ladies, because I know who does that. These girls... I'm so sorry. I had no idea you weren't convicted. I believe Kehlani, because I was a fan of Kehlani, and she told me to do something, so I did. Who told you that? Stop doing
2: that. Who, Who told... Who said that? Child. So... How do I feel about that? I mean, I I just feel like it's a, a a clusterfuck. That that's how I feel. Let me make sure we ain't miss nothing. Because you know what you're doing. I have real receipts on you. Okay, that's the same thing. Okay. So yeah, I just feel like it's a clusterfuck. I want justice to be served. Um, once again, I want to hear what he has to say tomorrow. Um, and that's that, and we'll go from there. I just once again i want to focus on the bigger picture at hand which is women saying that they were raped and assaulted That that's what's important to me and getting an understanding of that um in terms of him like i told y'all earlier it's a sick-ass industry so somebody could be accused of something and, and be found guilty and shit like that these, these people better put them in another movie so let's not pretend these these people work with uh bigger devils every goddamn day they're doing all kind of shit. So, uh, what's to become of this? I don't know. We'll see what it comes out with tomorrow. He's holding what looks like a damn Social Security card. Take a look. Shout out to God, to scoop. He he looked like he holding a damn Social Security card. I don't know how long he been leaving on the midnight train to Georgia, but uh, he been having that ticket for how long? How long? Okay. So that's what he's decided to do. He didn't kept every receipt, every shred of everything since since one thousand B.C. and he will be exposing if if she don't get to. Did you say apologizing on every platform? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Okay They said if he's a serial rapist, why are they letting him travel with no issues? Has he traveled? See I see, I didn't even know who this guy was. So I had to really look into it. Has he gone anywhere? Do you know that to be a fact? Where where he where he been at? Look look at his ass forty seven minutes ago. You know what? He didn't put out a damn song, y'all. He said he got him a, a a lemon pepper freestyle, a first day out freestyle. I know you fucking lying. If I remember, we'll listen to it on the flip side. They said he traveled to New York, okay, okay. well, I mean, I think that that is a good question. They said it's the same reason all Kelly traveled. once again, I haven't uh looked into it enough to be able to give you guys an answer to so those different questions. So uh, I'm interested to see what he has to say tomorrow. I'm interested to see some of these receipts he claims that he has. And uh, it's getting old pretty fast. So y'all, y'all better, uh, you know, get it together. I wanna get into this from on-site. Gary Owen's wife accuses Claudia Jordan of helping him cheat. Now, y'all know Claudia Jordan, Claudia Jordan. That's about to fuck her name needs to be. She need to go change it because she done sell it the one she already got. But Claudia Jordan is a raggedy bitch. And I've been told y'all that. She's a crooked toe hoe. And so, um, is it plausible that she would have a friend that, that was fucking with Gary Owens? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm not shocked. But let's get into it. Gary Owens' wife said, Dallas, Texas. I have all your info. I'm going to deal with you in a minute. I'm a little busy right now. You can have them, but you can't disrespect me and my kids in the process. And then she tagged Gary Owens and said, um, let her know it's a storm coming. So she said, I tried to be quiet out of respect for my kids, but Claudia Jordan has me on one this morning. 23 years together, Gary didn't have shit, but a raggedy ass pickup truck and good credit. No place to live. Dallas, Texas. Yo, old ass shit. No better. Married, not separated. Married. She tagged Gary. She said, All the energy that you spent lying, acting, and creating a fake narrative for these bitches to, um, or these bitches that want to be me, you could have done it with a veggie burger and a glass of fake filtered water. White women are not involved. Not Claudia, Claudia's friend. Dragging me back to 98th and McArthur Street mindset. I worked so hard and come so far. I bought a package of five therapy sessions, but they don't start till the 29th. Happy Monday. So, baby, she done got her group on, and she is ready to vent. And she is ready to vent so uh Claudia Jordan Claudia Jordan do I think that she has something to do with it now Claudia Jordan so Wiley had uh reposted this story and actually tagged Claudia in it and so Claudia left a comment and her response was let's check it out real quick she said I'm on a plane Lord what I do now okay And so I want to bring up uh, this situation with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z had an alleged mistress back in 2011, and the woman ended up dead. Shout out to Hotspot ATL. Uh, If you know about this story, then you know. Um, Her name was Kathy White, and she was found dead in her Manhattan apartment on September 2nd. And they said that it was an aneurysm. And she was so healthy and so full of life and vibrant that everybody was like, what do you mean an aneurysm? What? And so I want to get into um, some of the reports that were coming out around that time for the people that don't know. So one of the reports that came out at the time from, you know, a blog site, it said busted. Jay-Z caught cheating on Beyonce with Kathy White. Now, this was in April of that year. April. She was dead by September. So this is why a lot of people find this to be very eerie. There were rumors that this woman was having an affair, you know, with Jay-Z. And all of a sudden, she ended up dead from a brain aneurysm but she was seemingly healthy. So, um, a lot of people have a lot of questions. My whole point in bringing this up, and let me read this first, and then I'll tell you I brought it up. They said that some shocking finds have led HSK exclusively uh, uncovering, or have led to HSK. am sorry, exclusively uncovering infidelity between a once thought to be happy powerhouse couple at the hands of Hova. That's right. HSK has exclusively learned that Jay Z has been spashing a woman behind Beyonce's back for longer than Jay Z and Beyonce have been married. What's not so shocking is the fact that the woman who's been sleeping with Jay Z is a close friend of a known home wrecker, Claudia Jordan. We told you about Claudia Jordan's frolicking with taking men earlier this year. Now the saying birds of a feather flock together holds true. In this case, those birds are Kathy, Coriana White, known to her close friends as Corey and Claudia Jordan. Sources tell us that the first time, um, or that they first learned of Cory's affair with Jay-Z from her good friend, Jason Lee. This some old good tea, y'all. Some old, 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 old good tea. Mm. they said we have since confirmed this report with several close associates of hova we're told that jay-z is a good catch for corey since she's openly admitted to only messing with super rich guys and that unless a man has a net worth of at least 50 million she won't even pay him any attention last september corey and claudia were spotted at las vegas's tile club uh sitting at a table with jay-z and puffy beyonce was nowhere to be seen We're told that the entourage was there uh, to see the boxing match between Floyd Mayweather and uh, Juana, I suppose, Marquez. So additional details about the affair remain sketchy, but here's what we can tell you about the woman at the center of the expose. So though Tori and Claudia seem to be tight, Claudia, uh, I'm sorry, Claudia doesn't seem to always uphold their relationship. So we're told that Claudia often runs Corey's name to the ground, telling that their so-called girlfriend has a hundred thousand dollars worth of bags and two hundred thousand dollars worth of shoes. Yet she lives in a messy one-bedroom apartment filled with scattered clothing. Plus, Corey's relations with Jay Z seem to be rubbing Claudia the wrong way and sparking a bit of envy in the disgraced Price's Right model. So that's because she's been heard mentioning that she has no idea how Corey pulls wealthier ballers than she does, and that by the looks of the way that Corey keeps her home, her pussy must smell. But despite Claudia's trash talking, Coriana bought Claudia the most expensive birthday gift that she's ever received this year, or that she's received this year. My bad. I'm adding words, bitch. A three thousand dollar Louis Vuitton bag. So I just wanted to remind you of what the tone was of you know that shit when it was happening. At the end of the day at the end of the day it's not far-fetched to me that claudia may be involved with with a, a female that may be sleeping with gary owens so when the wife says it's not claudia jordan but it's one of her people that is something that i feel like i can believe do i think that claudia jordan will be okay with you know uh knowing that somebody that she's you know associated with is sleeping with somebody's husband absolutely and i feel like she's done it before so what's changed Claudia is the same old red glass unemployed bitch that she's always been. The disgrace price is right model. Yeah, her. Her ass. So um, I believe that it's plausible. His wife hasn't said anything else. So we don't really have a lot of information. Um, She did file for divorce. And obviously, this Hey Parker. So um, yeah, that's what happened there. Now, before we get into an update about the Kirk Franklin and Carry On situation, let me ask for my money.
3: More money, more money, more money.
2: Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people, for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? All right, you guys. So let's go ahead and get into Carry On. Now, I'm sure that you guys are aware of um, the situation at hand, but if you're not, let me go back over it briefly. Carry on is the son, the oldest son of Kirk Franklin, and there was an audio that was released from Carry On, and it was of his father, Kirk Franklin, you know, uh, fussing at him. He was upset. You know, he threatened him, you know, I broke your neck and don't, don't disrespect me and all this and the third. That was one thing. Then came claims that Kirk Franklin may have molested his own son. It was in this clip where you never saw anyone's person um carry on was not even aware if it was him that he was being recorded and it was stated that oh you're playing mama lester's music as a kirk franklin you know song was playing kirk franklin with the choir i want to i want to outline that kirk franklin with the choir okay the person who sent off that footage has come forward And he's done an interview. Now, I haven't listened to it. I'll be listening to it with y'all. But I'm confused. I'm confused as to what the fuck these people are doing. So they shopped around this video. Trying to torment and expose Carry On. Ultimately, it went to Armand Wiggins and he broke that story. That is where it comes from. But now he's sitting down having an interview with a, a whole nother person. I'm, I'm just not understanding what the game plan is. He should have just sat down and spoke with Armand if that was the case. Because this, this is, I mean, let's see what he has to say for himself.
5: So you abused by his father. You just knew that Kirk, you were just
2: fine. I apologize. This was posted on Larry Reed live on Instagram. That's where I'm playing it from today
5: finding out that Kirk Franklin was his
7: dad correct no oh okay yeah so here's the here's the the twist okay i told you he got kicked out the house when he got kicked out that's when we was doing our cuz he is a trick Carry out is a trick so the, what the day he got kicked out He was going on a rampage To the house manager And he was saying um, Don't you know who my father is And such and such and such And I could have you I could have this whole place shut and This is when he got fired And when he got kicked out Right. So it intrigued Our curiosity, like, okay, who really is Carryon? So, his mail used to come to the house Mm -hmm. in a spelled differently from what how his name is actually spelled.
2: Okay, first and foremost, are you slow? Here's my question. You know, uh, what's going on with you? I wanna get an understanding of you first. Before you start calling yourself telling me somebody else got damn business. What the fuck is you doing? This by the way you look, the way you talking, you know, all this shit. I mean really, really, really. Ugh. Cry Gotcha.
7: So uh as I told you yesterday um, I ran into one of his friends after he got kicked out
3: Mm -hmm.
7: and me and his friend exchanged numbers and his friend sent me a text spelling Carrion's name in the proper fashion unbeknownst to me so that's when I looked up his name right before Christmas. Wow. I looked up Carry On, mm-hmm. and you see this story from 2018 where he was alleging his father killed him. Mm-hmm. I mean, tried to kill him. Excuse me. So then it was like, oh my gosh. Carry On, this is your father? Yeah. This, so that's when we found out. So when in in the audio when you guys hear me say I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Mm-hmm. It was because of me and carry on, our prior conversations, our r- relationship as roommates and I want people to distinguish the difference. we were not friends. We were roommates, and he opened up to me on several occasions. It made sense to me when he said, made that statement. That was his molesting. because he talked about being molested prior. He talked about being molested by a a, a preacher pastor. He talked about how he hated church how he did not like the church organization he and how he hated his father and how he hated his stepmother he never mentioned to me anything about his mother he always said my stepmom is a beat my my stepmom is this or you know his father and
5: how he just hated his father. Gotcha. So he was a, so there was a lot of things that he was alluding to, you just didn't know what the reason why, what was the motivation behind any of this stuff.
2: And let's stop. But you claimed that you knew that there was tension. So when your little evil ass was sitting up there playing all that damn music and antagonizing that boy, you was doing that shit with malice. You said that he's a trip, but you still decided to trip him up. Is that what I'm here?
5: So yeah. then you're in this in the middle of this argument, he's going in on you throughout this whole 40 minute, almost an hour long ordeal. You start playing music, you start playing this uh Kirk Franklin music because of because you were kind of giving him the middle finger in a way, and yes. then and then he's At this
7: point before your your audience gets the wrong idea. Right. We found out who his father was. Whatever. So he wanted to spend Christmas with us at the hostel.
3: Mhm.
7: So at that point we already knew everything. So now you can keep going. Yes. We were arguing very badly. And yes,
3: yeah.
7: Towards the end of the argument, I started playing Kurt Franklin's music because right. it was a middle finger like yeah. F. You.
2: So everything like, he just on,
3: said.
7: Because I mean, you carry on in the video. From what I've heard, you know,
5: uh, in, in on other bloggers' uh, sites and everything, uh,
2: they... So I hate when people do that. I hate when people do that You know where the hell you saw that shit at
5: I mean he was going in Like this He's insulting you He's saying all kinds of stuff I think he was calling you a demon Something like that and, uh, uh, He was calling me a uh, S-A-G-G-O-T uh, yeah. Wow Full on You know what I'm saying So I understand like you just <laughs> Wanting to retaliate Because he's going in on you <laughs> Obviously there was uh, uh, the, the, the argument almost went to a place of Going into a physical altercation about different things, uh, now you're going. Okay, I knew it. it was, there was something. There was some reason why he was denouncing his father, the church, religion, etc. And this is finally we found out the reason. Now the thing is, and thank you so much for giving us the full scope of everything because there is, like I said, it's a very robust story. You know, there's so much going on. It's hella dense but I gotta ask you because there's a lot of people out here that think that this video is staged that the video is fake uh, yeah. is this video fake is this video staged
7: absolutely not this happened Christmas day this is how I spent my Christmas morning Um, I can send you the screenshot or a receipt of you know how iPhones will work right that show you to take the date and time um this was not fake this was <laughs> how i woke up on christmas and shortly after the argument he throws out the christmas tree what? You know? yeah he threw out why our, our christmas tree but he why though that- it was that place your Christmas that I was playing bitch. his father's music that he threw out the Christmas tree that he that he bought he bought the Christmas tree. It's not funny. I'm not laughing, but
2: that's exactly what you just did. You're a fat ass fucking loser. Bye. Like you spent your Christmas antagonizing that boy. And he said what he said, but we still don't know if it was doctored. We we still don't know. We still don't know. It has been very quiet over at the Franklin Camp. We ain't heard nothing from Carry On. We ain't heard nothing from Kirk. By the time we do hear something, it might be a big something. <laughs> it might be a big something, okay? eh. Uh, it all just feels a little bit uh, to me. So that's what was said, um retarded. It's giving me retardation. And so it I, I don't wanna get a headache. Um it, it, it just it dumb as fuck is what it is. Let's go ahead and get into the Derrick Jackson situation. So he did come out with a message, but then he deleted that message, okay? And then he decided, you know, to come and sit down with his wife, who had not been on social media prior, to go ahead and explain to his people you know what the hell was going on from their point of view well more so his because he was doing all the talking as we watch this video um pay attention to her body language and let's go ahead and talk about how she looks first thing i feel is defeat he doesn't even present her to the world often if at all barely you know there's some photos of her But she's not broadcast on this major scale. He knows that our eyes are on him right now. So why did this woman get up here looking like this? And what the fuck is like this? Defeated. When a woman don't put a goddamn bra on, she let them titties hang. She's fucking done. See, the let's talk about women i feel like when there's a particular type of effort that does not go into you know what i'm saying um hair wardrobe a fucking bra and shit like that we gotta start wondering why while i do feel like she's defeated i feel like this is a marketing scheme that todd set up to come to us with the bullshit what conversation is now being had oh that's why he cheated because look at her she look a mess fuck anybody who said anything like that because people do what they want to do ain't no i cheated on you because you dot 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 no 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 you went and did what you did because that's what you wanted to do so that's not fair it's not fair to put that on whomever yeah we already talked about nba young boy that's not okay so shame on anybody who said i see why he cheated on her real fucked up she looks like a defeated woman to me she's a beautiful woman she just wants to that's the best word i can use defeated but i do have a feeling of manipulation in this i feel like he wanted her to look like that this looked forced it looked like she did not want to be here you know, like he was holding her goddamn hostage, damn near. Let's go ahead and get into what was said. Let me fucking refresh it. God damn it. Play.
0: What's going on, guys? Derek Jackson here, and today I am joined by my lovely wife, Danae, and we just wanted to.
2: Okay. Okay. So you come out the gate line. Shut up.
0: Some of you may have already heard maybe not um, that this chapter of our marriage is one that was preceded by a marriage that i completely failed and i would say it just started around august maybe september of last year but you know a lot has been said already about what was the cause and all that other stuff some of it is true some of it is completely false but the truth is and i'm saying it here now is that Derek jackson was involved with other women outside the marriage I'm about involved I want to be clear I'm not talking about just casually kicking it maybe a lunch or something like that I'm talking about as serious as sex um, to <laughs> sexual flirtation and, and meeting up and that kind of thing and some things that otherwise so now you're copping everything okay by some in terms of like just chatting or, or checking on people or being checked on by people that I've had a previous encounter with uh, but without my wife's knowledge of it and with us having a sexual history all of it falls under the umbrella of inappropriate cheating offense
2: very off-putting she looks out of it she looks like she is mentally disconnected uh the way you know that he's holding her hand with her hand her arm on top it just looks forced she looks uncomfortable and she ain't said a word yet but she's off to the side agreeing with his timeline yeah okay
0: stepping out um definitely not in alignment with the vows that I took um, and definitely not in alignment with the biblical standard of what it means to be faithful, which is the standard that I'm going by now. Now, I'm saying this publicly, not because I'm you know, married to you guys. First and foremost, I'm accountable to God. Then I have to be accountable to my wife, in which we've already had this conversation. I've already told her literally everything. I've given her basically a, a roll call list. If I've said hello to a woman in the last 12 years of me knowing her, she knows about it. Um, But now that it's been made so public, um, it's important that I first off let you guys know I do not stand by those actions. I don't want to encourage anybody to do that. And then secondly, I know that I cannot build a platform preaching certain things, preaching against certain things. And then in my real life, live contrary to that for any amount of time or, or any length of time to any extent and think that I can't be held accountable. You know, the same way that I preach, you know, men and women in this situation need to face consequences of their actions, um, deserve to be held accountable. Guess what, Derrick Jackson's no exemption. He's not exempt from that. I'm also not a victim. Um, nobody made me It's the me third this. person um, she for me. didn't make me or push me to do it. The next person didn't make me. No friend influenced me. It don't matter how I was raised and what trauma whatever. Look, I made decisions. I made a series of decisions that I, I got to account for. There's no excuse or justification. I've already made that bed and have, have had to lie in it. Um, and now we're finally getting on to the other side, personally, in our own healing and our own marital oneness.
2: So this is the, the whole spin situation. So... You mean to tell us that before Tasha K busted your ass that your wife was aware of your infidelities and that y'all have been working on it and now y'all are in a better place but now y'all can talk to us about it because it was made public? Is that what you want me to believe? Is that what you want me to believe? Because I fucking don't. I believe that Tasha busted your ass. And I believe that you're sitting up here trying to save your goddamn brand. That's what I think. And I think that your wife, uh, she hasn't decided that she's going to leave your ass yet. So she's sticking with you. He came up and did a video alone that didn't stick. He heard people saying, and I'm sure saw people saying, why wasn't his wife there? Next thing you know, here they go. Sitting in a goddamn living room. I'm not phased by this bullshit.
0: And now this is being made public to you guys, so we're bringing it forth to you guys to let you know where we're at with that. But did you want to say anything?
2: Pause. They say yeah, it's true. Look at her Instagram story. She been knew about his infidelities. Send me her motherfucking Instagram name, child. Um, yes. Yeah, so I do want
8: to just add that I agree with what he just said there is no justification for bringing other women into our marriage on any level and it was unacceptable and it's not something that I tolerate or that we tolerate moving forward and when I've been flooded again with messages and these things and about you know I need to leave or why haven't I left and the answer is when I found out about it, I left. I did not hesitate or waste time to do so. And I stayed gone, no matter how many times he came, I stayed gone and stood firm on, I am not coming back. And I did not come back until I seen a shift and a change in his-
2: When did he shift and change? Cause them receipts Tasha K had looked like that was just last year. I'm confused. they did exactly what everybody felt like they was going to do. Try to spin it like they already knew that was already dealing with it. At, and what I said then, that still don't have nothing to do with the, the message that you were preaching and the way that you was living. Child, just a fool.
8: And how he carried himself and how he presented himself and, and conversations that we were able to have that we had never been able to have in just 12 years of knowing each other and when we were able to have these dialogues said okay that's how he changed yesterday something that you've had your hand on and this was with me being completely removed from his life and and him pursuing God continuing to pursue God and continuing to (laughs) eliminate these things that led up to the catastrophe that you guys are seeing for the first time.
2: Okay, ma'am. You're not asking him my damn question, Danielle. What about the receipts Sasha K had? It's, it's a lot of shit that looked real recent. It just it just looked like it was very recent though. That's all I'm saying. They say look how he looking at her. Ooh. My God! What have I paused on? Look at his face! Look at her! Ooh! So there's nothing out there right now that is. Oh, he held it. I don't already know about or haven't known about, um, and so this is not something that. He hate her. Ass.
8: We have uh, moved forward. Never look who taught it for it and continue to do He's zoned so. out. Look he at him. Is still continuing to pursue God and continuing to seek guidance no. and wise counsel from um, men of God. And that is what I needed for the continuation of me being present. I'll look in at him getting this antsy. Marriage. And to stand by his side. So today, where I'm at is at peace and I proudly stand by his side and I have no hesitation. I have no hurt, no shame about that. And it's only because of the grace of God
2: and the mercy of God. Girl. And we have already turned a new chapter in the story.
8: Um, We are continuing to move forward and we are just now sharing that with you all
2: and um i don't (laughs) i don't like how they trying to make it seem like they opened the doors to this conversation when they literally got drugged at the fucking house and we're just sharing this with you guys and uh, i mean come on now
8: i forgave him and most importantly god has first forgiven him and i also forgive the others as well and with that we are Free
0: and moving forward so that's all i have yeah. and i i get it some of y'all like this may come as a huge shock probably a huge really. disappointment i let a lot of you down um you know if you've had a perspective shift on who Derek is hopefully it's away from anything remotely close to perfection and it's simply that you know i am a human and that does not justify anything that I did but I don't want anybody out there to be putting me on a pedestal if you did then I hate that you did that maybe I gave you cause of that and I apologize if I did um, for. Th-
2: See that's that bullshit. that is bullshit
0: saying Derek, i don't want to ever listen to you again it's totally understandable i appreciate you while i had your support and helping me get the message out about healing and healthy relationships to so many people who needed it myself included and for those who are wow. going to continue to support man i appreciate you like never Other before because i know it's not going to be easy going forward it's at least for a little while while so many things are still fresh and attached to my name but for everybody out there if, if you what is your history said over the last nine years or right here in this video please get this nothing is right until it is right with god nothing works until it comes into alignment with biblical standard of how god told us to do things especially when we're talking about a marital spiritual uh, spiritual covenant you know you cannot do this by your own understanding your own intelligence your own willpower your own values you have to have the grace of god uh, to break free from certain things to stay away from certain things um, to not operate from your lowest self whatever it may be and it's yeah it's he really is tight on, on her god god goddamn so hand
2: he looks like he playing oh, thumb war oh, well
0: like like you up seven, off me months ago even i couldn't see this happening i thought it was over and i already had begun establishing my relationship with god but that's the fruit of bringing things in alignment with god and the are you all right daniel is now being made public from last year and you know years past that's a result of getting out of alignment we're doing things god's way yeah okay so that's where i stand um that's where we stand and again uh we appreciate you guys and we'll see you soon
2: peace peace okay they came back for more
0: question yeah and i like that question from What's shade question? room perfectly perfectly justifiable question why did you feel the need to call out john gray when you were doing the same is there an explanation all right so i do want to answer that that's from the shade room thank you shade room for that question when i called out john gray let me be very clear uh-huh. anything that i did calling anybody out especially if i aimed it at the person and not the actions the person and, and not condemning just what was done and to hurt somebody else anything that i did was out of alignment it was prideful, it was egotistical. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I've taken that video down off my YouTube, and I did that last year when I first got humbled. Now, when it came to John Gray, I don't want to make a separation because ultimately we're not different from each other. My sin is not greater than his, any of that stuff. When I caught out John Gray, the first video was, he's saying this as if it's a good thing. There's nothing good about what I'm doing. He was saying, my wife is a cover for me. She gave birth to me, and it was almost a question yeah i like that question from Abel or something like that there's nothing good about me having my wife come up here for the first time on a video with me because my past has caught up to me my my, like the things i
2: see this is why i get annoyed the way that he makes it seem like this shit was so long ago it's my past is coming back and now we got to deal with it Derek jackson we're talking about things that are supposed to be as late as what, or as recent rather as of last year and the year before. We are not simply talking about something that was 10 years ago. So he said he got humble last year. I mean, okay.
0: Last year and before that have blown up. So my whole message in that, in that video, was okay you did your dirt you did what you did but don't glorify it don't in in any way encourage anybody else glamorize it as this is just a part of whatever if it's dirt there skeletons in your closet you make the best of it or whatever you got to do to learn from it because we're all in uh, John Gray and he was going at the church talking about this strange woman oh no 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 his wife was saying this strange woman I put holy water on this strange woman I personally felt like that was manipulation. I personally felt like putting everything on the women and not on John Gray was manipulation to a church and, and playing organs and stuff like that. Again, from a place of pride, it's so easy to call out somebody else whenever you got your own situation. I'm not sure, for like I was having sex with other women at that time, by the way. I have not been having sex the entire marriage. I've had at least some connection with somebody I've had sex with the entire marriage. It's, not much of a difference, but let me be very clear. What John Gray was stepping out, doing this, thing, I don't, I wasn't doing that at that time. Nevertheless, I've done it before, and I have no place to sit there and judge the person. So if I did that, that was wrong. That was out of alignment. That what was clown mean, behavior, if? egotistical. Uh, but yeah, that's that's for for Shay Room. I think that was a great question. Let me see. Yo, uh, John, more importantly, because again, this ain't about him. What is the price that any woman can expect to have to pay for trying to love a broken man? What scars are she is she still dealing with to this day that may never heal? And if no scars, then just in that eight-year time span of trying to love you and raise you and give birth to you as a man... What would you say she risked resorting to because she already had her own battles to fight, but here she is fighting yours because you didn't get them to a point where you didn't need her to fight your battles for you or cover you in the places that you still needed healing like that's how the conversation should have went and i say that because these days we have this habit in one form or another whether we're praising a ride or die chick for enduring all this shit and now she a real one because she did we have this habit of glorifying dysfunction and toxicity at the hands of a man while simultaneously using that as a measurement stick of the worth of a woman and another part that got to me man when i when i heard him say you know what there's a difference between basically impact more importantly because again this phrasing here between a woman that's a lid and a covering and which i agree with him. it was poetic and romantic i love that it's cool we're gonna make that distinction between a woman that can propel you towards your destiny versus a woman that can stunt your growth or keep you from that but in reference to the type of man that he's describing a man that when a woman comes to only love him he exchanges what would have been eight years of a healthy fulfilling relationship that poured into her helped her grow
2: yeah i'm fucking over it let's go look at her page so let's go check it out this went viral um on february 25th once upon a time i went on a rampage searching through a phone gallery i seen some things you can't unsee or process rationally now we went through all of this and we talked about this earlier. My question was Who did it? Are you speaking on your husband? The types of things that she posts. And when I see a photograph like this, this looks like a broken woman. She said she found something, she saw something, she became consumed with, you know, why he was interested in that particular woman and what she could do to be more like that woman. what what the fuck is this is she crazy? what is this part one i killed my dad at 12 years old my dad came to my house and asked me to tell him how i feel he'd been hearing how i felt for my mother but believed that she was just making up things early july 2002 he learned the truth i was pissed every time that he would say he was coming to pick me up but he never showed up i was hurt it seemed like he loved my brothers and sister more than me I was hurt my trips to his home were sometimes cut short and I have to go with my grandma brother's house um, to have time with him. I was hurt that my brothers and sisters whom were all younger than me said at one point that's all you know my real sister which meant to me in his house um, that was uh, what the belief was when I wasn't there. I said all of this to uh, his face with no fear tears in my eyes and true to what my 12 year old self was experiencing. I remember the look on his face crushed with tears in his eyes. He said he loved me and blah blah blah, blah so you didn't kill your daddy hold on hold on two weeks later his best friend larry was beating on my door and tears were been until my mother lee is gone he died my mom was the one who told me that my dad is dead my first words were that no he's not shaking my head devastation consumed me so you walked around with that guilt did i miss something Okay, I I just think she may need some help. She seems she like a she got a lot going on. She seems like she got a lot going on, and she may be someone who's being taken advantage of emotionally. You know, um, the the tone of it all is just very heavy, very heavy. I want to go and take a look at what John Gray had to say a mess John Gray said Derek Jackson hey Derek you remember when I responded to your words about me remember when I posted videos about you neither do I to be clear I've slept with one woman in my life my wife that does not absolve me of the wrong I did do any interaction or communication with anyone was wrong my failures are mine and I've gone through and continue to go through counseling to address the vast empty places that led me to behavior that's um, anti-ethical to how I was uh, how I was raised and what I believe. I've learned in life that everyone gets a turn when it was mine. You did what? Something about he, he didn't octopus his wrong by addressing what I knew about others. I kept others' names out of my mouth. Maybe it would be wise to do the same. One more thing. I sincerely pray for you and your family to heal. I know how people throw you away. I'll never do another man what was done to me. May you receive the grace I didn't receive from others. May you rise to be a better man. One moment will not define your life. Shut your fat ass up. So, Derek Jackson in the comments on the shade room said, When God needs to humble you, he will. And as uncomfortable as it is, this pride needed to be removed. I stand by the truth in that message, but I'm not an exception to it. Nothing glamorous about hurting a woman who loves you. Nothing justifiable me or anybody else. We want everybody to just please fucking stop. Both of them are full of shit. Both of them. Both of them. Now, let's move on. This late night hype type shit. So, we trying to get in and get out. I'm tired, shit. Cardi B went to number one with Up. Okay? If you are a fan of Cardi B, and for Cardi B herself... If anybody who loves and cares about Cardi B, then you should be celebrating and you should be happy for the accomplishment. I don't think that you should um, I don't know how you have the time to be looking and finding certain things that that make you upset, but I think that you should be working, you know, um, at making sure that you're you know happy, and and that you have positive energy around you. You know what I mean? I don't i don't I don't understand how these pivotal things happen but it always has to go too ranting and raving you know about something else you did it you feel happy about it you feel like you know that you deserve you feel like that's your just do then let it be that then let it be that so i just feel like you know once again do you feel like you deserve these things because this goes past you know just want to see what people say this tired ass fucking pr stunt that happens like clockwork is on everybody's last fucking nerve the ones that really want to speak up the ones that really want to say something so i want to first of all say for anybody who's a fan enjoy your moment i mean I, i just don't understand why it has to be anything else enjoy your moment enjoy your moment Now let's get into how I feel about this shit And let's have a very candid conversation I don't even have to Tell her down to do it I'm gonna tell you how I really really feel The bigger issue at hand When it comes to Cardi B I think I feel like it doesn't necessarily Have to do with Cardi B Because it's a pre-existing issue But it's the fact that she benefits from it What the fuck does that mean? What do I mean by that? I mean that I don't feel like Cardi is the reason that Nikki doesn't get her just due per the executives or the people who make those decisions in Hollywood. I just feel like Cardi B is now the person who is in place and who was put in place that the media tries to, you know, sell to us as Nicki Minaj's successor. But the continual comparisons, and, and let me tell you why I'm bringing Nicki Minaj up, because it has to do with, you know, this number one that Cardi B has. I think that people have a hard time digesting this because we don't know who we can trust. And when you have a faulty system, I mean that's been proven to blackball a particular artist and you see other people getting certain accolades, you know, you speak up about it. If we're being honest, are we sitting up here pretending like Nikki does not have number one records on billboard? Who remembers the billboard glitch? Who remembers going and typing in Nicki Minaj's name and seeing all of the number ones outside of all the other, you know, placements? So this to me is what the bigger issue is. And honestly, it could have been anybody because this did not start with Cardi. This issue is bigger than Cardi B. I just think that Cardi B gets a lot of the brunt because of the role that she has played and the attack on Nicki Minaj's brand. And that is how I feel about that. But I do wanna highlight that I feel like it goes past Cardi B. Okay, and saying that, what did not help Cardi B, and I know you listening, what did not help you was you saying that you paid for your song to get on radio. When we're having conversations about Payola as a collective, not necessarily me, but as a collective, how do you expect people to receive you? You get upset when people bring up the very word that you put on people's minds. Now, I think that uh, Sympathy and Payola went to new heights once, once Nicki said it. It had a ring to it. But Cardi B, you are the one who initially sat up and described a, a, an instance where it seems like you participated in Payola. Because you said that you paid $60,000 to get your song played on the radio. And you thought that it would take off, but it didn't. I mean, what is that? Because they're not supposed to be receiving payments to play tracks like that. Okay. It did not help you when you said that you didn't give a fuck about the artistry. You just wanted to make your money. But now you sit up and you you want this respect to the point where you damn near try to demand it. But you didn't have no respect for something that we all love, which was the music. So you come in, you tell us that you drugged and robbed people to get the money, some of the money that you needed to go and fulfill this goal. Then you tell us you only care about making money. You don't give a fuck about the artistry. And then you disrespect one of the pioneers of this, you know, new age, female rap shit. How are we supposed to receive you at this point? And I just feel like you, you act like that's lost on you. You act like that doesn't exist because you want to move away from it. But first impressions are important. And you left us, you know what I'm saying, with a lot of, a, a lot of different opportunities where we had a bad taste in our mouth. And then speaking clearly without disrespecting you. I feel like that is where we are. You did not have respect for it. It didn't matter to you. You know what I'm saying? So so what, what, what do you want the people to do? And now, oh, I love it. I'm, I'm working so hard and I'm doing this and that. And you got people looking at you like, yeah, girl, okay, whatever. I don't feel like you can speak on Cardi ushering in new female rappers. But when we discuss a bar being lowered, she's removed from that conversation. No, 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 no. Get back in here. When I think about Cardi B being number one, how do I feel? I don't feel anyway because there are a lot of songs that make it to number one that I, I don't give a goddamn about. Let's be very clear. Cardi B is not the only person that's had songs that I don't like, and she has some songs I do like. You know what I'm saying? But um, when it comes down to Cardi B ushering in all this shit, Nicki Minaj dominated. And I hate to say dominated like past tense because she still does. When Nicki comes out and she put something out, baby, Nicki still breaks records. So I hate the way that people speak on Nicki like she broke, she broke shit 12 years ago. Baby, Nicki Minaj came out. Nicki Minaj was still breaking records, bitch, like yesterday, literally. Like, come on now. <laughs> and had mass crossover appeal, you know? So um, that's that. But when we talk about the new type of female rappers, what do, what do I feel like when it comes to Cardi B and what she's ushered in? What do I mean by that? Nicki Minaj made you focus on the talent. She just ended up having a whole package, so she was commercial. Because she was not the only female rapper that made you do that. But Nicki Minaj was commercial. She She did pop. And wait, she still got bars? Okay. If you cannot be better than her then, baby, you were not finna get on that same type of stage. So she dominated. Cardi B came up in a different era. So when Cardi B comes through, it's very reminiscent of the uh, MySpace shit. A lot of people have brought that up lately. The MySpace situation with Nicki Minaj. Where social media played a role. Okay, let's use Instagram in that regard cardi's on instagram cardi gets on a reality tv show so this this is where you know shit changes the way that people interact on on you know social media now has changed and when cardi came out it was different and then she gets on tv with a reality show and then you know she gets you know the deals and and the records and all that kind of shit when cardi b blew up the way that she did because the culture decided that they were going to push her the Shade room, she Power 105. Get Cardi to number one. So once people decided that, hey, we want her to win. Cardi B and her brand and who she was, I feel like it ushered in this idea that the personality could be more important than the talent. I felt like the, the scales were tipped again. Because I feel like there were a lot of people before Nicki Minaj came out that were rapping but they weren't talking about shit. And I'm talking about female rappers. You had you had female rappers who made good records. And it was cool and shit like that. But it to me kind of had gotten into a rut. And I think that's why we were so excited about Nicki Minaj when she came out. And she could spit. So I feel like when Cardi came in. You know it, it wasn't about that no more. We could go back to. Okay wait a minute. what What she said over here. It wasn't even about the music. It was about personality and shit like that. Once again, social media and what people saw on TV. People were fans of Belcalise before they knew anything about Cardi. And that's a fact. Because Belcalise is who was up on uh, Instagram clowning all the goddamn time. And still to this day, people are more of a fan of Belcalise than Cardi B, in my opinion. It's not about the artist. It's, it's not. It's about the person. And I think that's something else that, you know, creates this particular attitude towards Cardi B. Because we want music to be about the music. We understand that there are people who are cool, who have the it factor, who come up. But I think you have a lot of people who say, listen, this got to be about the art. It has to be about the art. And I think that a lot of people don't feel like that. So when we talk about what Cardi has ushered in, Cardi has ushered in the Megan Thee Stallions the city girls and people like that artists like that and like what what the fuck does that mean the ones who ain't talking about shit if you can get on instagram make the people chuckle have a song that sounds good enough and it flow good enough you can make it if you can make people like you enough then the talent can be lacking that is what i feel like cardi b ushered in not that she created it, and not that it hasn't existed. But to me, that is what Cardi B ushered in. The same way I feel like Nicki, um, that Lil' Kim ushered in the uber-sexual female rapper aspect of it. There were women, you know, who, after getting pregnant, if you're not coming back, you know, doing this, looking like this, baby, we don't want you. This is what's hot right now. They didn't want the Queen Latifahs. They didn't want the Lady of Rage. They didn't want Mia X. and so that's what i feel like uh, that's what i feel like happened when we talk about what did nikki usher in there were so many people who couldn't even rise to the occasion let's talk about it nikki was so great that when we think about it what did she usher in more greatness from her damn self because they could not fuck with her not per the level that Nicki minaj was on and is on so I think that when people can't link people, it, it they try to create this idea that, you know, she wasn't assisting. That's not true. That she wasn't showing love. That's not true. She just has reigned supreme. Nobody could come up after her and really blow up like that. Because her shit just shines so bright. Not because she created situations where other people couldn't shine. It, Nikki just had it that's it and that's just how the cookie crumbled and that's been like that you know for over 10 years well she still gets people excited if you feel like at this stage of development I don't love this from Nikki Minaj visuals oh that visual look like this that visual look like that she didn't done, done every motherfucking thing you could do she didn't just get out uh come out here yesterday I hate how y'all compare somebody who's been in the industry for two minutes to somebody who's been tested, tried and true. Let's see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? 10 years from now. Let's see what their visuals look like. Let's see what they sounded like. Let's see if they're even around. Will songs come on by any of these people that anybody will sit up and go crazy for? Let's talk about it. When it comes to Cardi, I feel like there's no respect for her artistry, even though she is a very well-liked person. I don't feel like the, the, the public has respect for her artistry. I don't feel like they even consider her to be an artist in that regard. She's an entertainer, as far as I'm concerned. And that's fine. But let's just call a spade a spade. When we talk about a Cardi B, and Cardi B gets, you know, named, you know, oh, iconic. Because she has five number one, you know, singles. A lot of people feel like if Cardi's not going to be on anybody's top 50 list and if she's going to go down as a gimmick rapper that was commercially successful, I mean, then who gives a fuck? Will anybody be buying Cardi B tour tickets in 10 years? Will she be able to sell out a show in 10 years? Does Cardi B have classic records? So far, because she is fairly new in the industry, let's remember, so far, so far, I think there are a couple. Cardi will always be able to do "Bodak Yellow. And I Like It is an international hit. If Cardi don't have no other fucking song, I Like It is a good record. Period. Invasion of Privacy is an album that I think anybody would love to have as their debut album because it was a good album. But when I'm talking about wanting to actually go back and listen to something, and then and feeling in and shit like that, I don't get that from her. How much replay value does Cardi B have? I still listen to itty bitty piggy and get hype. That's just me, but I do. I still go back to Five Star Chick, the remix, and I get hype. I still go back to bedrock. I still go back to the one on the plane. You know what I'm saying? I like. I still go back to Young Money days. I still go back to the early days. Her, you know, the pink print. The staying power of it all. I honestly do not feel like Cardi has songs like that. Cardi has good songs for the most. Cardi has songs that achieve her goal. They trend. She get the the, the placement. And then she go on by her business. She going by her business. That's, I still listen to Summer Party, You know, so that's something else y'all act like y'all don't understand how y'all portray cardi but when we have conversations y'all feel like ain't nobody say that y'all give cardi everything that i feel like y'all have never been able to sit up and give to nikki which is her fucking just do and it rubs people the wrong way and i think that's where a lot of it comes from and let's be very clear cardi does not help She always somewhere talking about your favorite this and your favorite that. She act like she don't be egging shit on. Whatever. 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 That's how I feel about that. Now, let's get into this. And up uh, being on the charts. And let me flip the screen so y'all can see. Now, they say that Grammy views were counted. First of all. 9.4 9.4 million views from a week ago. That's more views than the Grammys itself, first of all. But that's not surprising because these are clips that I mean it is condensed. So people can come straight to it versus sitting through that long show. That's that's not shocking. <coughs> Excuse me. Do I think that the streams went up in part because of this performance? Yes. But I want to be clear. I feel like it's fair to mention that the WAP performance is what garnered, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the feedback. It wasn't the UP performance that had everybody talking in a positive way at all. The WAP performance and the controversy that came from that. So that would mean you and Megan and what y'all did to me is what helped give that a boost. That's how I feel about that. And I feel like when Cardi spoke about it, Megan was not involved in that. My, my Grammy performance, my this and that, and that's not the first time that you've done that. That's not the first time. And I feel like it was very important to her to do it without anybody so that she could go back and say, I did it on my own. But nobody's going to sit up and say, that she calls in a wedge or she throwing shade. Or that she, you know, I don't really support, you know, rappers or da 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 da. da. Y'all don't want to bring that up. But she continues to distance herself from, you know what I'm saying, the push that Megan has given her. Ain't nobody saying that Cardi can't do it without Megan. But to act like, you know what I'm saying, that ain't part of the reason why it's gotten a lot of attention. I just feel like that's fucked up. Because it's not on your back. If it was just the up performance by itself, then fine. But the actual majority of the performance was what. So that's that. Let's go ahead and get into this. There's somebody somewhere asking why you can't just give Cardi her credit for getting the number one. Let's talk about it, because I can tell you why I don't feel comfortable. I can say if you are a fan and that you know you feel that way, then cool, celebrate, and shouldn't nobody be able to steal your joy? But let's get into this. Now, this is from Cardi B's page. Three hours ago, she posted this because she's not celebrating. She's ranting to us. Take a look at this video. So, she's promoting Up. Uh, <coughs> and so, this was an ode to everybody who actually, uh, you know, supported it. And I wanted to highlight it because that's my fucking point exactly. What other female rappers are out here getting this type of push? At first, it was Power 105 and Shade Room, which have massive platforms. You have every damn near every prominent artist in the industry promoting this song. So when we talk about, oh, Cardi don't get no push. Don't nobody be helping. The very people that you put here that decide to uplift you instead of shining a light on some of the other people that they know they listen to because they're playing politics is exactly what the fuck we're talking about. There are a lot of people who don't get this shit at all. And then they twist it and say, Is it Cardi's fault that people support her? Quit acting like all this shit is organic. Fuck you. Cut it out. Cut it out. Y'all already know that it's a lot of motherfucking politics in this shit. A lot. So do not act like Cardi does not get a different type of push. That's asinine. That's a lie. Let me tell you why else I'm not comfortable telling Cardi congratulations on my own accord. Because I was there when they set up and said, and when I saw that the record had been discounted to 69 cents and they raised money and sent off that money and had people buying four copies of all kind of versions of that song. If I truly felt like people had gone out and purchased that record because they enjoyed it, then I wouldn't have any problem saying, congratulations, there you go again. I'm I'm happy for you and your family. But I don't feel comfortable doing that because I saw that shit in real time and I don't feel like it's authentic. I feel like y'all cheated. Y'all sat up and y'all raised money with the intent of sending it out, sending it out to people after they made a privacy.com account and they went about bought four different versions of every type of motherfucking, I mean, four copies of every version of that song. So, bitch, pardon me if if I'm a Debbie Downer. It, it, it is what it is. They said it went from one twenty nine to ninety nine to sixty nine. So I just don't feel comfortable because, like I said, I saw it. I, I saw how people are literally giving out money. If I I put it to you just like this, for anybody saying what's the problem with that? If I went on Facebook and I said, I'll give I'll give uh, everybody twenty dollars if they come watch my show because i want a million views on youtube and if i send them that money and that's the incentive that they used to come over and watch my video i did not earn that i did not earn it that is fraudulent they said million people used to buy like 10 cities at 1.2 it's but it's the new way of streaming once again once again i said what the fuck i said Let's bring this up. Is this a part of streaming when I type in Nicki Minaj's latest songs and up comes up by Cardi B? Is it a part of streaming for YouTube videos to have Nicki tags? Is that a part of streaming too? Let's talk about it. Is it a part of streaming for platforms like Cash App to be giving out money for people to go listen to it? So, once again, did Cardi put out a record and work that record and did the people respond because it made that much noise or was it designed to do as well as it did? I'm going with the latter. You don't like my truth, you don't have to like it and you get the fuck up off my live, ho. Period. When I feel like Cardi actually does the fucking work and ain't sitting up here paying for it, then bitch, I'll gladly tell ass congratulations. Cardi ain't done nothing that I feel like she got out the mud. Do I personally feel like she's worked hard? Yep. Because work goes into what she does. Yes, she be working. But do I feel like all these different things that they give her is to spite Nicki Minaj? Yes, I do. That is my truth. Yes, I, I feel like you have been propped up and elevated in an effort to tear down and dismantle the brand of Nicki Minaj. That's how I feel. I feel like you play into that. And I feel like you, it's been set up. I feel like your brand has been set up in such a way that it cannot fail. Your Cardi B's brand won't fail until they want it to. That's how I feel about that. You know? So, listen. If you feel like you can celebrate because it was a job well done for you, then we all not even be here right now, Cardi. With this shit. We, we ought not be here with this shit. And it's always the sympathy and payola. If you truly happy because you feel like you deserve it and you love everybody around you and they cheering you on, this ought not be here. This ought not be here. Okay? So, those are my feelings about the different things that have been going on. And that's that. Period. Let me see what else is going on. Kodak black sends his love to um nBA young boy and it Mr learning about um him being arrested <clears throat> how did you get you said how did you get what a hundred million streams how do you get a hundred million streams but only thirty four thousand people bought it you know i don't I don't know and and here goes my thing they keep on adding in different shit oh well we going we gonna add in facebook uh facebook plays facebook streams we're gonna add in if the grammys do it we're gonna add in if you watching a video in a little ad room we're gonna add in everything like come on now and i know that things do change but this is once again why I feel like shit gets ridiculous, and if you were to gauge it, you know, uh, when hi- when history is written, they will want you to believe that Cardi B was a more successful artist. It's people that's not gonna let that even happen without a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like we are not finna to omit Nicki Minaj's fucking legacy, and that is what you do when you create new fucking. Um, accolades for people. You could literally look up one day and say, ain't no female rapper scratch they ass as much as Cardi B. Number one. Like what? Literally, you know, when I hear about Nicki Minaj, it's major shit. Like, and I'm not saying what they're giving Cardi ain't major, but I, I mean like this. Oh, Nicki Minaj broke Aretha Franklin's record, 100 entries. Cardi B. They literally put Cardi B on a list of shortest number one songs ever. Cardi B is one of the people that has the shortest uh, fucking song that's going to number one. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? What in the fuck are we talking about? So it's like, okay, one person is literally working their ass off. And you got this one, Skating By. It's like somebody with a C average getting valedictorian. But you have a perfect 4.0. I think that's a great analogy of how people feel about this shit. Like, you're looking at it like... But wait. But wait. It's like, wait, that's not right. That's not right. Like, they're passing. They come to school every day. They're giving an effort. But she got a perfect grade. What you mean she not giving a speech? What do you mean? You know, so it's like that it's real bizarre real bizarre so um you know there's some people who feel like i'm biased and um do i have biases yes yes i do am i telling you how i honestly feel when it comes to this situation yes yes i spoke to you very plainly very plainly and i don't i don't feel like uh there was any room for you to be misunderstood i didn't call her out of her name or tell her down so with you hearing me clearly can you understand you know what i'm saying where i'm coming from and why you know me and other like-minded people you know may feel the way that i feel it's not about not wanting cardi to succeed there are a lot of people like me who don't even put that much thought into it there's no human walking that i feel like oh i'm gonna wake up and i hope you fail today it ain't never that motherfucking deep but when it's time to have a conversation you know what i'm saying i mean what the fuck are we talking about what are we talking about i even get tired of Nicki minaj's name coming up you know when it comes to different things because these conversations just go all over the place but when you have somebody who you know has been as dynamic as Nicki, when you have somebody who is the standard of female rap living legend, Onika Mirage, it's impossible not to bring her up. Anybody that thinks that they want to rap and they have a pussy, your ass will be compared to the standard. Because this person came through and, you know, fucked it up. They fucked it up. You don't have conversations in basketball where it doesn't include Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and whomever else. You know, any field, baseball, football, whatever the case may be, there are the greats. There are the greats. And if you want to be one of those greats or you want to be in the midst of a conversation about one of the greats, then, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come up. You're going to be compared. You know, it's going to be talked about. So, those are my feelings on it, you know, very plainly. I'm tired in the bitch. Someone like my bitch ass. I hope that y'all enjoyed this. I'll premiere this at 9 a.m. For everybody on YouTube. I tried to stream it live, but it didn't work. Y'all know how it goes. Oh, they said... You know, I did want to play that from That's So Bold. They have a snippet from the City Girls. Something that did not end up on the album. So, let's see what that's about. Shout out to That's So Bold. If you listen to mob radio, then you know that... um, their whole album leaked so that's so bold said exclusive apparently the song was supposed to be on the city girls last album are we feeling it jt actually sent me a dm asking could i please stop streaming uh the version of their album that leaked and it's time for the Turcolator was one of the songs that we played we actually listened to the whole album as it was you know supposed to be before they changed some things up we listened to the whole thing on uh, mob radio. So if you remember that episode, we we definitely did go listen to that. So we, we've heard that song. We've heard that song before. And I actually felt like that was one of the better ones. It's time for the later. It's time to shake what you Had a little ring to it. Had a little ring to it. Okay. So, uh they said we outside tomorrow Uh, not until late night not until late night they said I would rather swallow melting glass than hold my husband's hand while he tells the world that he has sex with other women child wouldn't be me bitch. I promise you it wouldn't be me you know beat his ass let's go ahead and get into an update Claudia Jordan is addressing uh, claims that came from Gary Owen's wife. So let's go ahead and get into it from the Jasmine brand.
9: whole story with um, Kenya, um, Gary's wife, making that weird post and throwing my name into it, which was extremely messy. I understand, um, I have to like drag other people in. Um, let me bring someone in real quick. I see the Jasmine brand. Let me see. Hold on, y'all. Let me get this together. Oh, hurry up! I don't know you, but I didn't believe that mess. And so why bitch. Please get your, please get your own talk show. Who? No, no,
2: I, I None of them wanna watch that. Hey, uh okay explain yourself it's
9: gary owen with a, no ass but listen i've been friends with him for about 20 years
2: no you're not my husband friend bitch and
9: um the fact that i'm being dragged into this is stupid and it's just not true and i reach out to uh friends of kenya so we can talk woman to woman and not play this out in front of everybody um but i d- also feel like i want to you know i always want to keep it 100 my peoples and, and tell the facts
2: girl 100 okay. with your people um
9: who do, girl? What? Who do, who? an announcement went out that they were getting a divorce and uh then all of a sudden i'm on a plane and all my alerts are going off that my name is involved first i was getting accused of being a mistress which y'all y'all love doing that to me i've never been a mistress in my life um, but that's a narrative that's easy to put on someone like me. So let me just say for the 100,000th time, no, nor do I approve of that. Um, the, I guess the story is that I somehow, the, the, that he cheated and the woman is my friend. First of all, in my 20 years of knowing him, um, not one of my friends have ever told me or have ever implied that they have messed with this man. Never, And just so you know, I've been around girls before that may have done some shisey stuff, and I speak on it. I don't approve of it. I'm not cool with it. Now, y'all want to make me into this
2: monster? That's on y'all. But I'm a one, I'm a one man.